The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Madisonville Multicare. Your tri-state weather today, increasing clouds late this afternoon with a high of 49, becoming cloudy tonight with rain late in the evening and a low of 40. And for your Friday, wind advisory will be in effect. Showers mixed with isolated thunderstorms, a high of 51, with winds gusting to 35 to 50 miles per hour. Right now, 46 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. There have been two arrests in connection with the New Year's Day murder on East Riverside Drive. 34-year-old Jerry Hale was shot and killed. Christopher Boyd Jr. was developed as a suspect and was the subject of an arrest warrant. This morning, Boyd, who was the subject of a national multi-agency search, was located in Georgia by U.S. Marshals and taken into custody. He'll be sent back to Vandenberg County charged with murder. Last week, Nikea Baker was arrested on a charge of assisting a criminal. With single-digit temperatures on the way, Centerpoint Energy is reminding customers about ways to save energy and stay safe while keeping warm. Make sure your heating system is operating safely and efficiently by having an annual inspection. Change or clean your furnace filter routinely. Turn down the thermostat by 7 to 10 degrees at night or when you're away for at least 8 hours. Make sure your space heater has an automatic shutoff and keep items at least 3 feet away from it. For more information, visit centerpointenergy.com slash energy-saving tips. Four Evansville firefighters were recognized for going above and beyond the call. Jim Malloy, Adam Urich, Zach Connor, and Eric Tanner saved the life of an Evansville police officer who was having a heart attack. The firefighters arrived with an AED, which recovered the officer's pulse. Due to the firefighters' quick thinking and ability to work as a team, the officer has fully recovered and is back at work. The crew works the second shift on engine 14. LST-325 will be leaving her Evansville Riverfront home port Sunday evening for a special trip. Every 10 years, we're required by the Coast Guard to take our ship, in this case, down to Port Arthur, Texas, where they take it out of the water because we are an operational ship. It's got to be uh, it's got to be checked out every 10 years. Board member Chris Donahue says a crew of about 40 will take the ship on her 7-day trip, which will culminate in a close inspection of the ship's bottom. She'll be gone about 2 months. The federal government is announcing 623 million dollars in grant money it'll give states to support electric vehicles. It's part of a broader effort by the Biden administration to encourage more Americans to embrace the technology. ABC's Ann Flaherty has more from Washington. The Transportation Department is awarding $623 million to states to build charging stations and other new infrastructure to support electric vehicles. Officials say much of the focus will be on building chargers in rural and lower-income communities, including local libraries. White House officials tell reporters that since President Biden took office three years ago, the number of electric vehicle models available to consumers has doubled. Ann Flaherty, ABC News, Washington. A Crete, Illinois man will be spending some time behind Posey County bars after he was charged with drunk driving through a school zone. 34-year-old Jerome Abernathy reportedly admitted to driving through a 45-mile-per-hour posted school zone at 81 miles per hour while intoxicated. 
He also admitted to having a previous drunk driving conviction in Henderson County. The Wabash County Sheriff's Office says someone got into an oil rig on Tuesday and stole tools and equipment. The thief was able to get into the toolboxes by cutting off the padlocks. The value of the stolen items was put at $5,000. Wabash County Crime Stoppers will pay $500 for information leading to the arrest of whomever was involved. San Antonio police have made a third arrest in connection with the shooting deaths of a pregnant 18-year-old named Savannah Soto and her boyfriend last month. ABC's Jim Ryan has the latest. Investigators believe that Savannah Soto and Matthew Garrow were murdered during a drug deal engineered by Christopher Preciado and covered up with the help of his father, Ramon. Now Preciado's stepmother, Mirta Romanos, has been arrested, says San Antonio Police Lieutenant Michelle Ramos. We were able to develop information from surveillance video that shows Miss Romanos involved the night of the murder. Romanos has been charged with felony tampering with evidence, abuse, and concealing a corpse. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Detectives with the Indiana State Police Sellersburg Post are investigating a fatal structure fire. Wednesday night, the Austin Fire Department responded to the 1,000 block of West Harrod Road. While extinguishing the fire, a deceased male was discovered inside the building. After a preliminary investigation, detectives do not believe foul play was involved in that death. Judge Arthur Engeron, the judge overseeing former President Trump's civil fraud trial in New York, received a bomb threat at his home this morning. Here's ABC News correspondent Aaron Katursky. The court is adding security for the judge, and he is giving a statement to police about what he experienced at his home. There have been a number of threats associated with this case directed toward the judge and his staff. Former President Trump has made some incendiary remarks about the judge and his staff. So much so, the judge imposed a limited gag order. But this goes well beyond that to a formal threat, albeit unfounded, directed toward the judge and his family at his home on Long Island. Owensboro police say a person was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound. It happened a little after 6 o'clock Wednesday morning in the Stone Creek Apartments in the 3100 block of Burlew Boulevard. Investigators believe the victim's injuries are non-life-threatening. Police believe a gun went off accidentally and hit the victim. New data this morning shows the Fed's inflation fight isn't over. ABC's Dave Packer reports. The fight against inflation is a bumpy road. The latest government data shows the consumer price index for December rose 0.3% compared to an expected 0.2%. And looking at all of 2023, prices rose 3.9% compared to 3.8% that analysts had projected. While today's numbers still show inflation easing long-term, the trajectory toward the Federal Reserve's targeted 2% inflation will not be an easy one, and that may give investors second thoughts about rate cuts coming as fast in the new year as they had anticipated. Dave Packer, ABC News. The Indianapolis Zoo announces a blessed event next month. Zenzel, the 19-year-old white rhinoceros, will deliver her seventh calf, but it'll be a first for the zoo. The new calf will bring the zoo's rhino population to five. Zenzel came to the zoo in June on a recommendation of the Association of Zoos an aquarium species survival plan, white rhino populations in the wild are on the decline. 
You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Inflation has come in slightly hotter than analysts had expected. The Consumer Price Index shows prices rising 3.4% in December compared to a year ago, driven largely by housing costs. That could delay any rate cuts the Fed might have been planning. The stock market has responded with a sell-off. Going into the midday, the Dow Jones had given up 247 points. The S&P was down eight-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite was lower by one percent. Layoffs at Google. Hundreds of people are being let go as the search giant reverses the hiring spree it went on during the pandemic. Google says it's helping those being laid off to look for other roles first within the company. Also seeing layoffs, Amazon. The online retailer plans to cut costs at its film and TV studio and the Twitch streaming platform. Several hundred people are being affected. Those layoffs follow a trend at other tech companies, including Microsoft and Meta. Jim Ryan, ABC News.